Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Where you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. Waiting in the front yard, sitting on a log. A single shot gravel and a one-eyed dog. Yonder come a kinfolk in a moonlight. Louisiana Saturday night. Well, thanks, Frank, for that rejoiner. 713-780-3776. There are still some other stories that we've got to get to. But SMU Sunday, speaking of, this some is... other scores? Stories that we have oh, to get stories. to. okay. Um, SMU Sunny was there at the golf tournament yesterday. I met him for the first time. Very nice. Oh, good. He's uh, yeah. Shout out for the hats. Brought, Thank you, Sonny. He brought you hats for your kids. I'm going to tr- see how that goes today. I'm going to give them to the kids and see how that goes with the wife. Yeah. No, Although she's not really. She don't care about SMU. Yeah, she's not, not really. It's not like SMU's a threat to Texas. No, no, she she won't. And, uh, well, Eric, she still Eric doesn't. Eric Dickerson ain't there no more. I don't know if you heard. She doesn't like losing her kids to another team, though. So oh. she like, uh, she didn't like it when Alec liked Oregon for a while. Nothing, nothing, nothing against SMU, Sonny, but you ain't, you ain't what you used to be, okay? Hey, no offense. You know, what we say is we're not trying to be your favorite team. We just want to be your second favorite team, but I mean, we'll take you know fourth, fifth, or sixth. So uh, we'll, we'll take what we can get. But uh, we did have a blast in the tournament yesterday. I just wanted to say John is a true man of the people for sticking around and and emceeing it and saying hey to everybody. So can't wait to do that next year. Um, I saw that the Titans are wearing the Oilers throwbacks this week, so I think we should pump it up tomorrow, regardless of record. Throw them out. This is personal. And then the last thing, Lance, I saw that SMU had a highly rated uh, PFF grade, and I didn't know like what factors into the Joe Moore Award. If y'all looked at those types of things, or is it just eye test? I can tell you and, this. Uh, just yeah. curious to see what y'all thought. I can tell you this. I fought for SMU in the semifinals. Um, I thought SMU did a hell of a job. I reached out to their offensive line coach through direct message and just let him know I thought he did a really good job. I, I fought for SMU to get into the uh the semifinals and I was uh I was overruled in the vote so they didn't make it but I think they deserve to be there. I thought they were more, you know, honestly for me I thought SMU was better in Texas. Uh and Texas was one of the semifinalists. I thought SMU's offensive line did a really good job. You got, I thought you know, they got no stroke. Really Del? well coached. You know, he's got no stroke no. here. No, we're America. Okay. No, we are an actual democracy. He fought for SMU but he was overruled. You know who I don't want defending me in a murder trial? I know. Him? You think the other guys spend as much time watching SMU as I did? Okay. No, that's my region. Brittany Griner would still be that's there. That's my region. You were, you I know. Were she would. Trying to get her out. She would if she were SMU's offensive line. Okay. I tried, but SMU should have been there to me. I yeah. thought they did a great job of blocking. They did made the most of their ability. They scored a ton of points. Did you keep tra- have you yeah. been keeping track of SMU? <laughs> Rhett Lashley's offense... But you, you guys suck at Miami because Rhett Lashley's the truth. Jeez. Speaking what? of which, Tyler well, Van Dyke to Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Well, he looks like a Wisconsin quarterback, but and actually played like it last Wait, year, too. So, t- Rhett Lashley gets a head coaching job, and that's Miami's fault? No, Was finally he, he can show what he is offensively. He 
did well. He did a good enough job in Miami. That's how he got the SMU job. Besides his oh, previous connection there. All y'all did there. was complain about him. Who you talk? Who was I all saw, y'all? I saw Hurricane fans complaining about Rhett Lashley. He, they're fans. They complain about everything. That's true. That's true. But SMU did a good job. Cool. Yeah. Their line, their line blocked really well. They've got, you know, their offense is very creative. Um, there's this guy I want for the, for the Texans named Malachi Corley from Western Kentucky. He is basically a baby Debo. And I was thinking about it and like, oh, no, you've already got Tank. Who cares? They already had Debo and they drafted Brandon Ayuk who does the same stuff. Who cares? Just get as many weapons as you can. I don't care. Go get, just get CJ Stroud even more weapons. More weapons, more weapons, more weapons. That's what I want. Uh, let's get Julian in here. Hey, Julian. Good morning, gentlemen. So, you know, we're talking about the Cam Newton playmaking game manager thing. I think Brock is a playmaking game manager. I know that sounds dumb, but if you look at it, he has so many off-schedule plays. He really is a little bit more athletic than everybody thinks. He also, the 49ers players have often said, this guy is looking for the deep ball. Usually it's just check down, check down. But if you look at it, He's he's like ranked number twentieth in, in um, yak this year, and everyone thinks that you know his players have the most yak in the in the, in the league. When truly he's putting the ball where it's supposed to be for them to be able to get that yak. But um, I, I I just think that Cam is looking at it from a he was that dude that that had to put everything on his shoulders, and he's looking at everyone else that they have all these playmakers. But you show me one Hall of Fame quarterback that didn't have playmakers, and um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that guy exists, but you, you guys let me know. Yeah, I think the quarterback argument is so disingenuous because it just depends on what you like. Like Cam's going to like guys who run, who create like that. He'll like Lamar, Josh Allen. He's going to like a certain type of quarterback. Um, what he's not going to like are guys who win from the pocket. He's not going to like that as much. And you know what, Dak Prescott? Did you see the game the other day when they were talking about uh, it was Chris Collinsworth, right? Was it the uh, Collinsworth? I call him Collinsworth. I know you do. Yeah, it was. Jerry wasn't that the game? You call him Jerry Hunsinger. No, I said Hunsinger. Okay, that was wasn't it his own owner who called him Hunsinger? No, it was somebody on the somebody used to call in. Yeah, right. Maybe Howard or somebody. Anyway, um, so Collinsworth was talking about the fact that he made that Dak finally got it. That Dak said, "I finally understood." On the drop back, when you hit your back foot, it's one, two, throw. One, two, throw. And he talked about his footwork, and basically it got him into a rhythm of uh, – it, it really created a rhythm for him as a passer, being able to get to his progressions quicker, being able to get to his throws, where he wasn't playing out of rhythm. He was playing in rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like golf, you know. You want a certain rhythm to your swing. You want your Once you get in a rhythm, you're good. You don't want to get out of it. As a shooter, rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. It's the same thing as a quarterback. His drop, he said once he hit his back foot on the drop, it was one, two, throw. And he said once he figured that out, Collinsworth said he was like proselytizing at the at the meeting they had where he said, I found, I figured it out. Like the game is so much easier for me. And I started thinking about the games I've seen, Dak Prescott, and I kept watching him after that to see how he played. And I realized, you know, he is going to be the MVP. It, well, it's going to be him or Purdy. But Dak really is playing well. Because he is staying on time and managing games as a pocket passer. And he's not trying to do too much. And he's 
He's just saying, okay, there's my guy, there's my guy, there's my guy, there's my guy. C.J. Stroud, when he was at his best, is when he was doing that. And when he started trying to make too many plays out of structure is when he's kind of hung on to it too long, taking sacks, gotten out of rhythm. When he was at his best, he was in rhythm and beating people's ass with Tank and Nico. Bang, bang, Mm -hmm. bang. It's when he started getting out of rhythm a little bit and started trying to do too much against Jacksonville where he's trying to play hero ball and he got out of structure and it's not gone well for him. No. Honestly. No, no. When he's in rhythm, you got a big problem with when he is in rhythm. Yeah. Okay, so CJ a game manager or or a a playmaker? I think he's a game manager. But but I do think there's a better way. I do think there's a better way to describe it. How many times he's gone off schedule and made plays? I just said that that's that's not like I don't think he's a playmaker. I think what he is is there's probably a level in between snap taker and playmaker. And snap taker being a more game manager. I think he's an elevated game manager. That's probably what he's game manager plus. Yeah, maybe that's what Brock Purdy is. That's what Tom Brady was. That's that's probably who C.J. Stroud was. There's more to it. I think there's different ways you can be a playmaker. It doesn't just have to involve being a running quarterback to make plays. Like Peyton Manning fundamentally changed what an offense would be based on what you did defensively. He was out there doing battle against defensive coordinators. He wasn't doing battle against the defense. He was doing it against defensive coordinators. And he was making changes to the play. He was... I remember one time, Johnny Harris showed me this one time, years ago at 1560, how he had Dallas Clark, and he split Dallas Clark out into the slot because the Texans had a small nickel on him, like uh, one of our PDs was on him. Mm-hmm. And he basically ran a running play off of that. He audibled to a running play because he knew that Dallas Clark would beat up on the small coverage, and he made the Texans change how they covered Dallas Clark because if they went small, if they went cornerback on Dallas Clark, Peyton was going to run at them. He was going to run directly at that. And so the defense figured it out and said, okay, we got to go linebacker. Okay. No, That's now we'll exactly throw. what I wanted. That's right. All right, we're going to break it here. Someone 3776 The guys from HRP were out there yesterday, Mike Holly and Chris Fisher and uh, Kevin Robler and, 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 and the guys, and they're just awesome. I, I really love what they do, and you're going to love what they do for your business as well. They're are so many people that we are associated with here that HRMP helps. I mean, you can call up there and get a list of references and call the different businesses. You can call the the Chad Clays or the Chuck Watsons or the Marcus Piavlas or all of the guys. I mean, uh, Ricky over at General Ben, all of the guys. They're, if, they're fantastic. They love what HRMP does for them. You will love what HRMP does for you. You will love that you don't have to take care of that HR anymore. You will love that you don't have to take care of that payroll, that they'll take care of your taxes. They'll take care of your Affordable Care Act. They're going to make sure that you're compliant. They're going to make sure that you're doing everything great. And then they have all kinds of different benefits packages that you get to choose from, which is best for your business. The other admin companies are forcing their benefits packages on you that's the dirty little secret in this business that's where they're making all kinds of money that's where you're getting screwed let hrmp come to your business evaluate your business and and they will they will change it for you. they will show you how much they can save you they do it all the time let them show you what they can do for your business 281-880-6525 or hrp.net ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me.
Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Harry Douglas dancing on the on that show is my, probably my favorite thing ever. It's so it's it is he is he's a great dancer by the way, great dancer really is. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. There's some stuff that we have not gotten to. Well, first we mentioned Draymond's an indefinite suspension. For those of you who haven't heard, it could be a while. He has got to meet some standards. Uh, he has got to go through some stuff to be able to get back on the court. We'll see if that happens. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke from Wisconsin. I hope, I hope he gets help and then retires. Well, I don't care if he retires or plays. I don't. I don't. He just. Who cares? Riley Leonard headed to Notre Dame. That'll be interesting. So, are they ever going to get their own quarterback? No, they're going to get a new one every year. No, they're going to get a quarterback from a mid-tier ACC school that resides in North Carolina. Sam. Sam. Now Riley. Yeah. Sam uh, Hartman, unimpressive this year. Now you get Riley Leonard, who is, I think, a better player than Sam uh, um, Sam Walton. Hartman. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the Arkansas guy. Um, you know him as Walmart. I know him as Arkansas. Big donor. Um, I don't think that's sustainable, but maybe it is. To me, you can't just keep – that's a failure in recruiting. Once you get into that, we remember when it used to be JUCO, where Kansas State was a JUCO team, heavy JUCO team. And it used to be – once you got into the JUCOs, you had to be careful because if you weren't building your team through recruiting, you had these short-term two-year guys in JUCO, and you were always in a quick-fix mode. You never had, you know, you didn't have the kind of depth and sustainable four-year guys. It used to be. Now with Portal, I think it's re- – I mean, Portal's obviously the new junior college. And so uh, I don't know with Portal now, I think it's really – man, it really gives coaches a chance to improve quickly – but I think one of the damaging things is if you are constantly in a battle for portal now, it's so expensive to be in the portal for the good players, not for the average players. It's it's not. But for good players, it's so expensive that you could get yourself. You still need to recruit. Like if oh, you yeah. go too heavy into portal, then you're not feeling you're you're put it's you're bridging the gap. You're doing one year guys in a lot of cases. You're not really well. Fixing there's a things. lot of young players that are still in there that have th- two, three years left. Yeah, and those there's guys are the ones who are unhappy. Says, those are the ones that are unhappy. I'm, I'm with a freshman or a sophomore. I've never, I've, I've, I've redshirted because I haven't what, stepped on the field. Yeah, they're not experienced. Yeah, yeah, and they're not proven. That's what a high school kid is. I mean, and younger, right. and younger, right? But you have more. Hey, time hey listen, did you read the article? I was, I was just reading it uh, about that was Dana's. That was the last straw. The, the straw that broke the camel's back was that Dana's recruiting during his radio show. He was talking about, yeah, listen, that ship, that high school ship has sailed. We're hundred and first recruiting, but we're you know we're going to go portal and renew. Was like that's that's it, that's it. Tillman said it was about the finish to the season. He was sick of um, the University of Houston people banging on him about Dana. He didn't win any of those last three games that he had. Went, just win one of those, and, you know, a 5-7 and seven season would have been much more palatable. But he didn't win in any of them. So you got to win. There's no question and about that. the recruiting that. thing is I'm, just to – you cannot just be a full-time portal team. No. It's just not sustainable. Well, and you know what, though? I mean, Sonny Dykes got to the – he 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 got to the national championship game with it, and it was basically a portal team, and he well, put it Quentin all together. Johnson wasn't 
portal. No, but they had a bunch of him. Sonny just Dugan. walked in and got a bunch of guys. Well, yeah, a but bunch. Max Dugan, their very best players weren't portal guys. Well, Max Dugan wasn't even a starter. <laughs> well, right? I know, but he was yeah. already. But the guy who was a starter was he a portal guy? Uh. I don't remember. Was it Chad Morris's son? No, I, he I might know have. he picked up 20 But, I mean, some. their very best, their two wide receivers were not portal guys, both drafted. Their starting left tackle wasn't a porting they guy. They filled portal. in the gaps, particularly on yeah. defense yeah. with portal yeah, guys. Yeah, that's what you do. Well, you don't build a team they, out of portal. You fill in Well, but gaps. the majority of the guys on the field were portal guys. Yeah. Yes. A lot of their contributors were portal For yes. Sonny Dykes? Yes. Yeah, I know. Dil- uh, I don't know if So, Dylan Sonny was, was there last night at the touchdown club deal. So was, um, so was Sark. Sark was there. He had. He's got this six-five quarterback, Trey Owens. That's going why don't you there get him on our show? Frame. I've got. I talked to Willie Fritz though. Willie Fritz is uh, open to coming on uh, every every week with us here. I told him that you know I, we had Dana on and we'd love to have him on. He was like he was he was excited about that. And Laney is in uh, Auburn with a his daughter Laney. Mm-hmm. I asked him. She used to be on channel was, two. She is. She used to be on channel two, and uh, she's in Auburn. She's. Uh, I think she's engaged to an Auburn assistant coach. Okay. And I said, what the. What didn't she learn anything about that coaching profession? She can marry it now. That's all she. That's like, what she, she knows. Like, yeah, I try, I try, <laughs> but she's very happy. So that's nice. Good for those of you who remain, remember, uh, Lenny Fritz. She was here on Channel Two a while ago. Now that's, we're getting old, bro. It's been it's a funny, while. She was there, and then Vanessa Richardson immediately took her place. Did, uh, I don't think immediately. I think it was a little while after. Well, it was pretty quick because Lenny was here. I got a picture with her from 2018. Oh really? Or maybe it's nineteen. That, that long, that, that. Yeah, maybe as eighteen. Uh, and then the first time I saw uh, Vanessa Richardson was in twenty, after she was interviewing Jeff Leno. Yeah, she was well, looking at Jeff Leno. Wow, she's really her. shot up in a short amount of time. I mean, that Vanessa Leno Richardson, interview just shot her right. Into I didn't the even business. know who she was. Yeah, me either. And then she's then before you know she's got to show a Paul Gallant. Yeah. And then now she's rocket sideline and Astro, not not Astros, but she's rocket sideline and. Doing a great job. I, I think really highly of. I like Vanessa. Vanessa works hard. She's good at her job. I'm, I'm a. I'm a fan. And she's cool. Yeah, like Vanessa is very cool. Yeah, yeah. she's sharp. Yeah. So speaking of Astro sideline, the Chronicle has a new Astros reporter, mm. Leah Van. Leah Van is the new. She works for the Chronicle now. Lifestyle. And, it's a. It's a lifestyle sports. Is that it? It's something like life on their lifestyle section covering sports. So, hmm. and the sports has turned into lifestyle stuff. So it makes some sense. You know, you're you're covering Lance McCullers Maven Coffee, or or maybe it's I, I don't know. I don't know what it'd be clothing. Well, Leah, has, she's a baseball fan. She, now, what I do know for a fact is she's, she's a, a baseball, baseball fan. fan. Yeah, she's not a baseball fan of the Astros. She, because I've got a picture of her in her Rangers gear at Minute Maid Park. Okay, she's from Dallas. She's a Rangers In the 2023 fan. ALCS. Okay, that's fine. She's loaded up on Rangers gear. What's wrong with that? She's from well, Dallas. Well, there's that, something wrong fine, with right? that. Because she's got some re- receipts on, on Oh, there's people too. who have receipts and screenshots of things she said about the Astros, you say? Yeah. More, Corey Moe said this to her. It's time for people to stop hating on Altuve and just appreciate his greatness. Leah Van said, no. And then Mama Longhorn said, Leah, that's beneath you. And Leah said, I don't need to respect cheaters. Now, <sighs> once they got that one, apparently Leah went on a deleting spree yeah. of any other posts wisely. 
I think there may have been another one saved. Like that's it's, I, that's understandable. Well, honestly, if you're a fan of the Rangers, yeah, but this. I mean, this is just this year in the ALCS. She's at Minute Maid Park wearing all her Texas Rangers gear. Well, she wasn't working for the Chronicle then. Well, she I was just hired. I I understand that. But Why wouldn't she be cheering for her team in a ALCS? I don't have a problem with it. And she was living, I think, in New Orleans or Baton Rouge at the time, and she was, or maybe Dallas. She wasn't here. Is that the best, especially the one with the the? Do you, should should you should you have done a little bit more digging on her and see? If not, there's any receipts, no, Astros receipts. We let a White Sox fan into our midst. You. I wasn't you, a White Sox fan when I was here. I've never been a White Sox fan. You grew Sox up a White Sox fan? I grew up a White Sox fan. But I don't I don't care about I, the digging on stuff. What I would have said was, hey, we think your work is great. Do you have anything on social media? Our our readers are going to be a little bit passionate about the Astros. Astros Twitter? You might want Yes, you might want to go through. This is what I would have said. You might want to go through and delete anything. If you have anything negative about the Astros, before we announce you or before you announce it, I would de- make sure that you, unless you're okay with leaving it up, I would probably get rid of it. I would have told her that. I, I mean, she does a good job. I, I don't care about that. And there is some schadenfreude in me that likes to watch her squirm. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not beneath that. I'm, I'm self-aware enough that I can tell you. I'm not going to be a fake. There's some of it that I'm like. And so I was like, uh, well, let's just see how this Twitch, goes. But, yeah, you're, you're you know, you didn't need to course. call her some of the names you guys called her. That was There was some ugly comments. Jim Jeffrey's favorite words didn't need to wow. pop up in that. Yeah, like she's a Rangers I, fan who thought the Astros were cheater. cheaters. Oh, that's something different. Every fan of every baseball team calls the Astros cheaters. Yeah, but now you So we can get... only hire people who are Astros fans? No, no, no. But I mean, this is this is really recent. First of all, secondly, well, yeah, we're she does. She did LCS. have some stuff, and now she she has to. It's going to make her job that much tougher. Well, because she if was this found is out. Revealed, yeah, she well, was found out. Found out. She actually did it. So I mean, it's like well, she said she didn't have to respect Altuve. He's a cheater. I've already heard that. And now she's got to try to get close to the players to get these inside stories. Well, the problem and is these she lifestyle this, stories. This is the problem with social media. It lives forever. And so yeah. little things like that can hurt you. You know how I many people get busted saying stuff about, you know, their new employers or whatever. That This kind of thing happens a lot. But, We've seen it with athletes who have dogged LeBron James, because LeBron's been around so yeah. long, who've dogged him, and then they go play for him. This you, bro? Yeah. This you? People have scoured. You know, well, they don't scour. They go directly to the search and search your name and LeBron James. Let me see if he said something bad. And as soon as this girl... Was hired. I guarantee you, people said that and Astros. Even that, but during the interview process, when she is interviewing with the Houston Chronicle to cover the Houston Astros and get inside information, not inside information, but but to do lifestyle stories about them and get close to them, she has this on her resume. Well, she. It's, well, a, it's it's on your resume. What now. is on your resume? Your your tweets about the Astros. Well, that's why you should ask. Hey. Is there anything that you That's need to I get said, rid of in social media? The Chronicle should have done. Yeah, but not that a she's a Rangers job. fan. I don't care about that. No, I mean a Rangers fan is fine. If she does a but good was, job. She does a good job. Yeah, I mean as early as you're taking off your Rangers gear when you're at the ALCS with the Astros and going right into their locker room to try to get close Dude, to. Them. I did. I did. Well, maybe I did a radio show. With maybe the host. she's a Rangers. No, spy, I did Lance. a radio show with the host who wore Yankee stuff at a at a who went to a Yankees game was wearing Yankee and took pictures of himself. In Yankees gear, while we were doing shows about the Astros, 
That's way worse. Yeah, right. That's way worse. She's an actual Rangers fan who took a picture at our stadium in her because she came because she could drive down and see the game. I don't I don't begrudge her for that. But if you're going to say Jose Altuve was a cheater, you might want to wipe your social media clean <laughs> after you're announced to somebody. Or now, before. While you're interviewing now, for the job, you now might want to. you've got found out. Yeah, you know what, actually? Yes. Yeah, that too. Yeah. All right, we got a break. 713-780-3776. If you, if you got any thoughts on that or anything else. Uh, by the way, there was another media Unless story. Unless you're a real one and you want to keep it up. Uh, another media story. Al Michaels won't be doing the playoffs for NBC, well, which is probably a good thing. He's been bored yeah. lately. Um, time to talk about Houston. Lately? Yeah. I mean, re- Thursday night football has, been- has literally ended his life. <laughs> <laughs> time to talk about Houston Powder Coders. Robin was out there yesterday. How awesome was she? She had all of these prizes for everybody. She had to spin the wheel out there, Houston Powder Coders. And then she had, and right next to her, she had the, the Houston Astros chair which is pretty cool. If you have outdoor furniture and you want to make it your, and it didn't have the Astros logo on it, it was the Astros colors, right? You want to make your chair the Texans colors or the Rockets colors or the Astros colors or U of H colors or whatever school, maroon, burnt orange. They do it all. How about that? You've got patio furniture. Ding, ding, ding. I got an idea. I want my patio furniture to represent my team. LSU, purple and gold. And, and Houston powder coders can do this and make it look perfect. They're awesome at stuff like this. What do you want your stuff to do? What do you want it to represent? Or do you just need it fixed? Is your is your patio furniture just looking awesome? God, the straps, the slings, all of the stuff. It's starting to rust. Houston powder coders can save it. They can fix it. Send Robin a picture. She is awesome. Love Robin. And you're going to love Robin too. You send them a picture, send her a picture and she'll tell you whether or not she can save it. She'll tell you what they can do for it. And they'll pick it up and they'll deliver it absolutely free. Houston powder coders is the best. You will love dealing with Houston powder coders. Go to Houston powder coders.com. That's Houston powder coders.com. ESPN 97.5. The only Houston sports station with a bidet and the bidet. Should it break? Is there a bidet repairman on site? Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Lance and John. Let's scratch that. Reverse it. SMU Sonny called up here and lied about how great John was at Wildcat yesterday. Well, we're going to be out and about tomorrow as well. We're hitting the road again. We'll be broadcasting live from Kobos all day, celebrating their two-year anniversary and Kobos winning Culture Maps Award for being Houston's ultimate sports bar. Get some great food, drinks, and hang out with your favorite station all day on Friday tomorrow at Kobos. Can't wait. Can't wait. Food's great. It's always a lot of fun. Yep. A lot of listeners get out there. Dre Day is going to be there, I'm sure. Dustin. Uh, you guys should come out there, have a drink with us, or have a coffee, or a water, or food, whatever it is. Come on out and see us and say hello. Um, I, uh, I'm i trying to I'm trying to get a bunch of stuff done so I can hang out for a little bit, but this is a this is a pretty busy time. I'm looking. This, this guy, Chop Robinson from Penn State. His numbers are almost the same as Micah Parsons inside the program. The Micah Parsons thing has changed. Like, I want I want uh, Micah Parsons' player. I want a field full of Micah Parsons. 
In the, in the locker room too. Yeah, that locker room presence yeah. is. Oh, what, what's happened at Dallas? That I don't have y'all mm. seen something at Dallas? I don't know. Well, about? I don't know about Dallas. You mean when he was immature? He's matured. Now. That's what you'd call Maybe immature. Maybe he's matured. Now. He's got his own podcast. Would you call that immature? Yeah, he's got his own podcast. He's got a video cast. You know how many people mm. have podcasts? Yeah, so he's uh, he's all he's good now. Okay, you're fine. He's got podcast. He's an all pro. He's defensive player of the year. Will be. So yeah. you know what he's never going to win? What Penn State man of the year? Hmm. Is he going to win the Walter Payton Award? He might. Mm. Has, have they have they ever nominated him? Did. Have the Cowboys ever nominated him for that award? Mm. Probably not. John Weeks won it this year. Well, he's the Texans nominee. Yeah. Well, a, well, to me, that's a dub. He hasn't won no, it's it not yet. a dub. It's a, he's a finalist, but he's the team's representative. But that doesn't mean he How won it. How do you it. not? John Weeks has played forever. How do you not give it to John Weeks? Because there may has be. Has he s- ever been arrested? No. Has he done turkey drops? I'm sure he's done turkey drops. Has he done children's charities for for Christmas? Obviously. You can't be on the team that long and not do charitable giving. Should a long snapper even be eligible? Yes. Who's better? Why who's can't a better you be a person than a person? long snapper? You gotta be well, a, guy, you gotta, name one got, long snapper that's been that's been that you've read something about where that guy went to jail for doing. There's got to be a there's got to be a balance. You got to be a pl- a really good player. Plus you mean a, a sixteen year oh, perfect and never ever ever made a mistake. You mean never and had a never made a mistake whatever. in life, you not see, just snap game, I, life game. I seen him run down the field. He ain't that. He ain't so great. The greatest snapper in NFL history. He's the greatest Is snapper he? in Texans in history. In NFL history. Well, I'm going to say Texans history. NFL. On the safe side. No, 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 no. If you've never, ever, ever, ever made a mistake, not once. No one's going to get excited if John Weeks wins okay. man Let of the year. Let me just ask this. you got to get someone who people get excited I'll about. I'll just do it real simple. John, have you ever made a mistake in your life? No. Well, maybe, yeah. Dale, have you ever made a mistake in your life? Yes. Uh, I have made, you ever made a mistake well, in your job? He didn't let me finish. No. Have you ever made a mistake in your job? Answer. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I want to change it. Have you ever made a mistake in your job? Yes, I have. I you have. have. I yeah. would. I, I'm going to be big you enough. One it. time, I admit, yeah. Dell, did you ever make a mistake in your job? Yeah, when mm. I when I when someone called me and asked me if I wanted to do this again. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. Did you make? <laughs> yeah, not no, a he personal makes choice. All the time. He goes to not the a wrong personal tape. choice. Mis- yeah. Yeah, the wrong yes. what? He done that. Yes, the wrong tape. Yeah, the yes. wrong you, tape. Video you played the or wrong whatever. tape. Yeah, yeah. you made that. lots Plenty. of mistakes. How many times have you coughed into the you, microphone? Never. He just said he's being. I know I've made mistakes. I call people by different names. Now that's just me doing it on purpose, just to as a laugh. But I'll count it as a mistake. That's fine. You should alert people you're making that mistake on purpose because people. Okay. A lot of people think you're just screwing up. Well, many times I am. I have brain fog. Okay, has John Weeks ever made a mistake at his job, John? Never. He's never missed a tackle? Never missed a tackle. That's not his job oh, requirement. I haven't seen him they have a tackle. job requirement Snap. is to get the ball you're, into the hands yeah, you're just of holders and punters. I just wish we get Tackling some, is gravy. We need another guy. We need a guy who gets people excited to win man of the year. Didn't J.J. Watt win man of the year once? That yeah, gets did. people he excited. Who, they couldn't have found a better player? Uh, I would say 16 he, years starter. better starters. player? Yes. Okay. Is there a more perfect player in the Who's league? The long- Stop. I'm guessing he's the longest tenured starter in an NFL right now, right? For one team? No, for the league. Who's the active leader for longest? Is he called a starter? Yes, he's a starting long snapper. Well, that's not really a starter. Who's the longest tenured? Who's the longest tenured player? Player. 14 years on one team. Is it 14 or 16? Feels like he's been longer than 14. Look how great he is. You can't remember how long he's been around. Because it's been forever. Yeah, it's so long you can't remember all that. I thought it was like 2022. 20, I thought he's been here over 20 years. But it's it's either 
Maybe it's 14, but it feels more like 16. John Weeks stats. He got, this is going to look good. It, it's the other. He doesn't really have any. There's no stats for him. Stats. Okay, here we go. He has been here since. Oh, this is game. Let's see career. John Weeks has been here since 2010. 2010. First that's, year, 2010. That's it. 14 years. Okay. And he's made one Pro Bowl. He ain't that great. You've been 14 years in the league and only made one Pro Bowl? That's because it's so biased. I know. John Weeks? No, it's it's political. No, it's just you keep doing the same guy over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Cardona. Oh, he's a Patriot and he was in a Naval Academy or Army Academy. Are you talking about our service members? Oh, let's just keep voting for Joe Cardona. About our service members? That's why. How are you going to make it when when Joe Cardona? Joe Cardona, oh, he's hero, a patriot. Bro. Let's just do Joe Cardona. You didn't take a second to learn about John Weeks and the philanthropy. You don't get to be man of the year finalist unless you have great philanthropy. Uh, he made he made John Weeks made the Pro Bowl in Joe Cardona's rookie year, and Joe Cardona has never made a Pro Bowl, so that throws. But they that. split votes. Stop it! Stop it! That That's throws the whole thing, and they let the other guy win theory all the time. Out, out the no, window. He He's never, never made the. You didn't even know he didn't win. He's no, never been in the Pro Bowl. Oh, Joe Cardona! Did he never I know made a Pro Bowl. They say that, and they ah. split the votes between Cardona, and then all of a sudden, boom! The third guy comes knows up all the time. Know something before you go throwing out there. You know the internet exists. Well, I, I knew look the name stuff Joe up. Cardona. That's yeah, but something. you didn't know he never made a Pro Bowl. And hey. now Cardona and, and Cardona's getting screwed too. If you want me to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't ask me. Well, about I who. guess the league doesn't don't care about, about heroes. Okay. I'm glad you guys have flipped this in a matter of thirty seconds. Is there such a thing? <laughs> as it used a to be the league a, cared too much about the heroes, and now they don't care snapper? at all. What is there an all pro long snapper? Do they make an no, all pro long snapper? They probably do. Special teams guys make it right. First yeah. Team. John Weeks but, never won an all pro award, but he went to the Pro Bowl. There's no. They don't do one Pro Bowl. Like I said, uh, this is such they don't. No one actually. Wa- I watch tape on long snappers. Nobody else does. You guys, I just like I pointed out, John Weeks isn't a good enough player for this, and the and the evidence says so. One Pro Bowl in how many years? He that's terrible. Okay, how many manager of the years did Bobby Cox win? And that guy was great. He won a ton of games. What? You want for me to look this up? Are you sure with... about this? For the right. Braves. Do you want the, me to look it up and see how many, yeah, how many championships did Carl you know Malone it. win? I hope how many know. championships did Charles Barkley win? <laughs> Are they one of the great? Yeah. He set Effects. you up and he, and he failed you. <laughs> Time to talk about Mark Klein. I'm going with him. Uh, Mark Klein. Hold on. Four manager of the year award for Bobby Cox. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> anyway. Not like later in anyway, his career. Anyway. Big deal anyway. You're filthy and dirty is what you are. killing me today. I mean, if I would go unchecked, if I didn't have somebody over there Googling this stuff, Facts. actually, Joe Cardona never made a Pro Bowl. Oh. I could have had people believing he's made five. <laughs> Time to talk about Mark Klein. I know he should make the Pro Bowl for, for jewelers. I'm telling you here and now, if you're looking for the best way to get into that jewelry and into that diamond, get into what well, it doesn't have to be diamonds, but here's the deal. There's the diamonds right now. This is the best time ever to buy diamonds. You're looking for the best way to get those diamonds. It's Mark Klein. The lab-grown diamonds are literally a fraction of the cost, and they're the same thing. Weight, color, clarity, it's all the same. It's not mined. It's lab-grown, but it's perfect. You're looking for the best way to get this. And I got my wife for her birthday uh, diamond earrings, and it was so inexpensive. And she was like, oh, you got me diamonds. I love that. Yes, I got you diamonds. Yes. 
and, and look how what a great guy I am. Well, this holiday season, you can do that as well. You can call Mark, 832-316-1388, 832-316-1388. Or you can text him. You can send him a picture. You could go online and see for yourself. But he'll make that jewelry for you, and next Friday you can go pick it up. you got eight days for him to make it now, and you can pick it up when we're there for the Christmas party on the 22nd, and it'll all be done, and it'll be done perfectly. Even if it's like some name brand, he can make it almost identical or identical he can do that right now at klein so if you're looking for the best way to get her that jewelry klein's jewelry.com it's on it's on on westheimer and fountain view that's where we're gonna have the christmas party or woodway in augusta or again call them 832-316-1388 espn 97.5 and 92.5 pitter patter well pitter patter let's get at her You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776 is the number if you'd like to get in here. Um, yeah, this is a pretty good... This actually, if the Astros can hire a broadcaster who hit home run... By the way, Jeff Blum was at our golf tournament yesterday. Must have been playing on a team. Yes. Yeah, the answer to that is yes. He yeah, not because I don't, I don't know that he's a listener. He, You don't know that. He didn't say, man, I need to sign need up to for this tournament. Yeah. How do you know that? Because quite certain. Probably. But if the Astros can hire a broadcaster who hit a home run that beat them in the World Series, I think the Chronicle can hire a writer that hated Altuve. You know what? He put on the other jersey. He competed as hard as he possibly well, could. he was also an and Astro. The Astro. He was an Astro, too, though. Yeah. yeah. And Leah has never been an Astro. No one's hiring. Everybody who gets hired for any color commentator job everywhere, especially college, but his, they usually have... Lionel Holland is actually one of the few guys who doesn't have Yeah, he doesn't have any ties to the, uh, to the Rockets. That's actually one of the few yeah. times that's ever happened that I can remember. Because almost everywhere where you... Where we find out who the former player is, who's an announcer for a team. Yeah, they almost always. It, it was a strange team. hire for the Rockets. Lionel. Yeah, it was a strange hire. But he's good. He's fine. No, he's getting. He's no. gotten a lot better. Yeah. I think he's gotten a lot gotten better, better over. Better. He does say barbecue chicken a lot, but he has gotten a lot better. I like Craig. I like watching the broadcast. Vanessa does great. Rockets won last night. Rockets opened up a nineteen point lead. Looked like they were going to cruise, and then lost that lead in the third quarter. That's they, what they were do. terrible in the third quarter. But you know what they actually, what they do now, John, is they close games out in the fourth quarter, especially at home. And they got control of the game in the fourth quarter. They they expanded the lead, and then they, you know, maintained that cushion throughout the game. It was a huge game for Tari Eason. Tari Eason, 25 and 14, 25 points, 14 rebounds in just 27 minutes of play. One of the most efficient games we've seen all year long from any Houston Rocket, and so that for once, you know, it's not Shingoon. It was not. It was not uh, Shingoon. Mm-hmm. It was not uh, uh, Fred Van Vliet. It was Jabari Smith, twenty and ten, and Tari Eason, twenty five and fourteen. What a game for those two guys! And the Rockets' longer athletic players have such an impact on second shots and getting hands on loose balls. But what I love about Tari Eason is he's got some junk man mentality. And I, this, this is actually a compliment. He can go get, like, he, he's a free-flowing athlete. He'll just go keep balls alive. He'll just go, he'll get to loose balls. He gets to 50-50 balls. He will get to the offensive boards. He did it twice with putbacks. And um, he's just an, 
he's such an important cog to this team. I would put him up there with Jabari Smith in terms of importance to this team. Tari Eason off the bench is super important for this team. I mean, that is, to me, the sixth man right now. He's sixth man. There's no question. And Aaron Gordon had a really good game yesterday, too. He's been a very good surprise. You know, there have been some things that I think I think that Rafael Stone has missed on Aaron some things. Holiday. Aaron Holiday. Oh, I said Aaron Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Holiday. Yeah, I wish we had Aaron Gordon, if I'm being honest. I like Aaron Holiday. He's fine. Yeah. I'd rather have Aaron Gordon if they want to switch. But I'm just kidding, guys. I was just doing the name thing again where I do that little thing <laughs> I did. But uh, I, I think Rafael Stone is kind of maybe learning on the move, too. I remember having a conversation one time with him, and and he kind of intimated that I was talking about how NFL teams, you know, value culture. And and I thought that's where he'd be going with the team. And he kind of said, eh, I think that's a little overrated. And I think that – I think – Maybe he's learning some things because you got to remember he was under Daryl Morey forever. Daryl Morey was a big believer in individual numbers for players. That the data is the data, but there's emotional and chemistry stuff that numbers guys don't believe in that are real. They just they they miss on that oh. because they're not human people. They're they're machines and, and monsters. The data people, except for me. It's I'm a number so guy. underrated. I mean, I'm, you don't think that Rafael Stone now has changed his tune? I wonder that. I wonder if he's he learning on the job, to too. Because he was a brand-new GM, so maybe Rafael has learned on the job and says, you know what, boy, I really recognize this. Because I do think some of the personnel stuff he's done, look, do I think he loved KPJ way too much? Way too much. Do I think he was down on on uh, um, Do I think he was down on Shingun too much? Way too much. However, I also think that you can learn. And he had never been in a GM position. He had only known the Daryl Morey way, which is, you know, which is a very cold, calculating way. I think that now, I'll put it this way, he's not fit to be a GM if he hasn't learned from what has happened this year. No James. You bring in veterans. But those were his moves too, right? And so I want to give him credit. The moves he has made, the drafting of Shingun, the drafting of Jabari Smith and Tari Eason that year. Not that there was – Jabari had to be your pick. I mean, unless it was Jaden Ivey. But it was Jabari was going to be the pick. But Tari Eason, Shingun, these two are these two are classic – you know, these are Rafael Stone pickups. Mm-hmm. Adding Aaron um, Holiday. That's Rafael Stone has done that. Mondale, eh, whatever. I don't, you know, he's not a very good player to me. But I think he's done a really nice job of doing well, maybe what was asked of him to Lendale do. Now, was was a result of – of Brooks Lopez not coming, yeah, but which Brooke, actually but has Brooke turned was, out to be. But Brooke was being brought in to to maybe put the other guy on the bench. That's the right, Brooke Lopez. Gotta, the best the thing guy that happened who should was, be an all star. Yeah, the best thing that happened was Brooke Lopez not coming. Yeah, so but I, I do think Rafael Stone has done a nice job in some ways, and in other ways, I think he's he is still in a learning process of what it takes to build a team outside of the Mori, the 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 the, the Mori uh, way of get the best player and let the best player dominate the efficiency numbers. And cause this is different. And, and I like, frankly, this is actually more fun to watch. What Udoka is doing is more fun to watch than the explosive James Harden metrics and all that. That was great. The Rockets won a lot and that's what it's about. But from a, it's more pleasant to watch this guys, all hustling guys being involved, moving without the ball, less bad shots being taken, less late in the shot clock shots being taken where you have to force it up. I like this better, and uh, it's fun to watch them win. This is now 11 in a row at home. They are one of the best home teams in the league, and they're one of the worst road teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a one-game win streak on the road. So recent history shows that they're, they're actually 
trending in a very successful direction on the road after that, you know, one game. After one game. I think they're, yeah, I think you're right. They're trending in a very wonderful direction after that one game. All right, time to talk about my bookie right now. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5713780-3776. If you want to get in here, we're going to have a special guest in studio coming your way in just a little bit. But right now, we're talking about mybookie.ag, promo code BAT975. It is the place to bet, win, and get paid. You're looking for the best way to have some fun watching these games this weekend, having some fun watching all the college bowl games, having some fun watching NBA games. Hey, if you bet on your team, just to win these last 11 games at home, then you, you, you're you getting paid, okay? The Rockets have been money. If you bet on every game at home and you bet on, against them on every game on the road, you would be a rich person right now. Have you been able to do that? Well, you don't have a book. Well, I got a book for you. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. Easiest way to navigate. So easy, so fun. Cash bonus as soon as you check in. A, a cash cash bonuses throughout the year in which they give you free bets. It's crazy. It's crazy what they do. It's so easy to navigate. It's a wonderful site. It. I mean, if you've never been on a, a, a sports book a website before, this one is simple. You will love my bookie. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. You get. You like to play parlays? We. You know, you win the first two or three, and all of a sudden you're gripping about the last one. Well, you can get out early. You can take a payout early on your parlay. This is not happening elsewhere. It's happening at MyBookie. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. You're looking for the best way to win and get paid. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. <laughs> 